Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com. And now, here's this week's student ministry sermon. So this semester, um, we've been going through the All In series. We've been learning and experiencing what God is calling us out of and what he is calling us into. He's calling us to go all in. We've looked at that, and we've found out that it's not part of the way in. It's not halfway in. It's not most of the way in. It's not I'm going in sometimes. It's going all in, all of the time. And I want to walk through just a couple uh, of these all-in statements that we've made. I'm going to go through five of the 13 that we've gone through this semester. One of the ones that we looked at was this idea that we are going to go out of legalism, out of following the rules, and into grace. And what is grace? We don't have to follow the rules to earn God's favor. God has given us grace. Because it's not what we have done, it's who he is and what he did for us. Later, we talked about this idea of out of consumption, out of consuming, and into fasting, into sacrifice. And we talked about that. We talked about what that looked like to step back, stop doing the things that are of the world, and to give up something for God. And all of us had an opportunity to do that with a little black box, just like this. And in this black box... You guys all put some little pieces of paper that represented what you are going to give up so that you can follow after God and go all in in sacrifice. Some of you guys may have put down on your piece of paper, I'm going to stay off social media and spend, time, spend more time with my family. Or maybe some of you guys said, I'm going to stop tearing people down with my words and say words of encouragement to three people every day. Maybe some of you guys put, I'm going to stop watching TV and spend some time in prayer. Because God is calling me out of selfishness and into fasting, into giving up so that we can go all in. Later, we had an opportunity to talk about what it looks like to go out of pride and into humility and service. And we all had an opportunity to do that in a variety of ways. We all brought some school supplies. You guys remember when we brought school supplies? And we were able to give that to some people in need in the DR. Well, another group of people had the opportunity to go to the DR. And they got to serve the people in need. They got to show God's love to the Dominican Republic Step out of pride, step into service, step into humility, bow down and let Jesus be the Lord of your life and go all in. Later, another week, we talked about going out of being a coward, going out of cowardness and stepping into courage, stepping into courage. This idea of standing up for what you believe in. 
being bold for your faith, being Jesus wherever, you're, wherever you go, going all in for the king, all in. And then, to kind of sum it all up, we had this opportunity to learn about out of darkness and into light. We got to learn who our Savior was, what our Savior did for us on the cross, and how he defeated death and darkness once and for all. Because that is who our Savior is. Our Savior loves us so much and gave everything for us. Because he went all in. And he's calling us to go all in. Jesus loves us. And he wants us to go all in. And back in February, so a while ago, we had an opportunity to play a little game. And so I think we should uh, play a little game tonight to help us remember some of these things. So Caleb, if you could go on and come on up. Um, everyone's going to participate. And I don't know if you guys remember, but we played a little game where we acted out a few of different actions, and you guys had to try to not do those actions. You guys remember that game, kind of? Okay, cool. So here's how it works. Um, here in a moment, I'm going to have everybody, everybody stand up. I'm going to explain this game first. Um, so I talked about five different things. We talked about grace. Uh, we talked about fasting, humility, courage, and light. So we're going to do those five actions. So first one is grace. So what does grace look like? Like you're praying. So can everybody do that? Cool. Okay. So then what does fasting look like? You just fasted from some meals, and so you kind of have a stomach ache. Good. So then we, we went on to humility or service. What does that look like? Like you're bowing down. Humility, not pride. Okay. And then we have courage. What's courage? There it is. Courage. Being bold for Jesus. That's great. And last but not least, we have, of course, light. And how could we demonstrate it else without a light bulb? So, so what we're going to do, Caleb is going to pick one of those to act out, and you are going to try to not do the one that he did. So Caleb, so Caleb's going to say, or Caleb's going to do an action. He's going to do that one. Your goal is to not do that one. If you do the same one he's doing, you will sit back down and you're out. So we're going to try to find the winner of this game, and this game is going to help us remember about all of these all-in statements. So I need everyone to stand up, and then here's what I need. If you are a leader in, our, in kind of the back area, would you guys come up and help me see students, help me be judges? So just leaders kind of look around. You guys help judge these students for me. Tell them to sit down if they do the same one that Caleb does. Leaders looking around. Leaders, thumbs up if you uh, understand. Leaders, leaders, thumbs up if you understand. Okay, students, parents, other people in the room, are you guys ready? Are you ready? Okay. Everybody, let's run through all of the signs one more time. So, Caleb, you ready? Everyone do grace. Now do fasting. Now do humility. Now do courage. And now do light. Light bulb. Cool. Okay. So here we go. 
on the count of three, everybody do one of those five actions. If you're doing the same one as Caleb, then you sit down. Here we go. One, two, three. Okay, sit down if you're doing courage. All in courage. Sit down. Okay, here we go. One, two, three. Oh, I see the praying hands. Sit down, sit down. One, two, three. Light bulb. All in lights. Okay, one, two, three. Fasting. All in fasting. Okay, here we go. One, two, three. Oh, I saw that. Yep, you down. Okay, here we go. One, two, three. Oh, that got a lot of them. You tricked them with the double in a row. I like that move. Okay, let's go again. One, two, three. Okay. Now remember, your parents are in here, so no cheating in front of them. I'm just saying. Okay. One, two, three. Light bulb. That kind of looked like a creepy snake. Okay. Here we go. One, two, three. Okay. Okay. They forgot them all? Are they not doing them? Are you just doing them? Do you want me to run through them one more time? Or do you have, okay, good. They're good. Okay. One, two, three. Down, down, down. Okay. One, two, three. Praying hands. Okay, we're gonna do we're gonna do three more rounds. Three more rounds. One, two, three. Okay. One, two, three. Okay. One, two, three. Okay. One more. One, two, three. Okay, if you are still standing, you get a big round of applause. Job well done. And thank you, Caleb. Okay, yes, take a seat. Thank you, thank you so much. So, boys and girls, God, God is calling us to go all in. In the last 13 weeks, shh, shh, shh. Listen, the last 13 weeks, we've been learning and experiencing what that looks like. And we've had this symbol up here, this all-in symbol, and we've seen this guy jumping off a diving board and into the water, representing that he is going all-in. He wasn't just going to stick his tiptoe in the water to see what it's like. He wasn't going to sit down on the side of the pool and stick his feet in the water. He wasn't going to, you know, kind of jump in for a little bit and jump back out. Our guy, and hopefully each and every one of you, is going to choose to go all in. Because our, our God did. Our God went all in. And he's calling you guys to do that as well. <laughs> story after story after story of how amazing you leaders are. You guys are the example of an all-in life. Coming to church Wednesday nights, Sunday mornings, D groups, small groups, trip after trip after trip, staying late, coming early, all in life. And on behalf of the student ministry of Christ Church of Oronogo, 
And all of these students here, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for what yeah. you do for us. Yeah. You guys are amazing. Absolutely. And uh, we, we appreciate every, everything you do. And it does not go unnoticed because we, we couldn't do what we Absolutely. get to do without you. And so thank you very much. And our vision here at Christ Church with our student ministry, uh, just so you guys, students you know and parents you know, is that we want to partner with parents in discipling students. And we are able to do that through the leaders that, as Sam said, invest their lives, um, are a reflection of Christ, and are resembling that day in and day out, week in and week out. And uh, we couldn't thank you enough. Um, what we want to do right now is just have the leaders stand. So if you have been a part of our student ministry at all, stand up. So trips, Wednesdays, Creative Arts team, cafe team, welcome team. I mean, we could go on and on. If you've led a D group, hey, remain, remain standing, guys. And students, if you would, would you gather around them and have a couple people just pray for them and I'll close us in prayer. Students, we got a lot of leaders in the back. They're hiding in the back, back there. Hey guys, as you get back to your seats, will you join me in prayer? Father, we thank you so much for tonight. God, we thank you for the chance that we get to, um, God, to celebrate a semester, to come alongside one another, uh, to encourage, equip, and inspire one another uh, to be all in. And God, thank you for the example that you've given us uh, in, in and through the lives of, of these leaders. 
God, thank you for their dedication to the gospel. Uh, thank you for their commitment uh, to you and the cross. God, I thank you for uh, day in and day out how they invest in the lives of students that they pour their, their lives into. God, we praise you for the church, the body that is the church, uh, that we are together a family, and we're a family on mission. We're a family that is advancing the kingdom for your glory. And God, we praise you for the fact that we get to do that together. Uh, we don't live in isolation or apart from one another, but we get to do that as a family. So I, I pray for, uh, as the semester ends, that those relationships will continue on, um, that just will grow stronger and stronger over the summer, and will be, um, in so many ways, be a new and a fresh uh, as we start the fall, and that your name would be known and that you would be lifted up high above every name, that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord of all. It's in his name that we pray. Amen. All right, guys, so the last, the last out of and all in two is this. Jesus is calling us out of bad news stories and into good news solutions. I'll repeat that. Jesus is calling us out of bad news stories and into good news solutions. The reality is bad news stories are all around us. You know, we hear it on the news. We can't turn on the TV without being bombarded with bad news stories. Or we flip open the newspaper. If you're like me, an old school person, an old soul, I like to kick back and listen or read the newspaper. You see bad news story after bad news story. It's circulating around your hallways, in your classrooms. You hear the party from the weekend before. You hear about the thing that happened with the girl and the guy, and all of a sudden, bad news stories, rumors are spreading. The gossip is on fire. And here's the, here's the deal. It's hitting Twitter and, and Instagram before it's even on the print press. Bad news stories are what we live into, and it's personal. I heard a statistic the other day that said that an average student hears seven negative things a day to one positive thing. And I would, I would imagine that's not just limited to students, but that's for everybody. That parents and leaders included, we hear so much negativity and so many bad news things that are happening in and through our lives constantly. And Jesus is calling us out of that. And I wish I could stand up here and say, man, I've never been a part of bad news stories. I've never engaged in bad news stories, but the truth is, I have. I've been a part of injustices in this world that have crippled and stifled growth in Jesus Christ. When I've said, man, I profess to be Jesus, I profess to be a Christian, right? I profess to be, be, have the Holy Spirit live inside of me, and I'm living for Christ, and yet I'm doing all these things that include ushering in bad news story after bad news story after bad news story. I'll share a couple. And sometimes you're the main character, and sometimes you're a supporting cast, and sometimes you're just on the, in the audience, and you're just sort of a participant of sorts. But I've been all three. One time I was a main character in this particular bad news story where uh, I couldn't say a buddy of mine. He was actually, it's one of those things like he was at a rival school. We were acquaintances at one time. And then it was friends or acquaintances turned bad. I don't know if you've ever had that before. 
but he tried to one-up me again and again and again. He was 6'4", 230. I was 135, soaking wet, and 5'10", when we were sophomores in high school. And so he shot up, and all of a sudden he was bigger, badder, faster, stronger, and he wanted to flaunt it. He wanted to say all that he could to put me down. And I just had enough. And so one night, I'm from a small town, and so what we like to do is we like to drive Main Street, you know what I'm saying? Like, just kind of drive around and see what's up. I don't know if you guys do this here, but that's what we did because there's nothing else to do. And so we're driving around. I'm in my mom's Nissan, and uh, this guy's in his big old Ford F-150. He's pulling up to a stoplight, and he's jabbing at me. And I'm with a buddy of mine, and he starts throwing coins at my mom's car. And I'm just enraged. I'm so angry. And so we're starting to like peel out and like, you know, just be ridiculous. And we go into this park and at this time he's calling up all his buddies and I'm calling up all my buddies. And we have a brawl right there in Milligan Park in Crawfordsville, Indiana, just duking it out like old school style. Like just throw off the gloves and let's go. I mean, that's something that I'm not proud of. Like that's ridiculous. But that's something that I was the main character in that play and being involved in bad news stories. Uh, there's been a couple times where, you know, I was like, I was on the high road. And, and you guys, fifth through eighth grade, if you haven't experienced this, you're going to experience it sooner or later. And parents, you got to know that it's coming. But party after party is being thrown and I get the invite. And what do I do? Do I say no or do I go? Right? I, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. Thank you. I didn't know that. And so I said, absolutely. I don't want to look like an unpopular kid. I want to be in the in crowd. And so I engaged in bad news stories by just being a, a part of what was going on. I wasn't the main character, but I was, a, I was a side character. I was a side cast of that. I was a participant in that. Or maybe it's, um, you know, you're engaged in gossip. And you're not, you're not the one that's gossiping. You're not the one that's making fun of. You're not the one that's just past, you know, um, saying all these things about somebody, but you are maybe just sitting back and you're laughing. That's engaged in bad news stories. And we see this day in and day out, over and over and over again, being able to not be a part of good news solutions, but being involved and entrenched in bad news stories. Jesus is calling us out of bad news stories and into good news solutions. He's calling us out of bad news stories and into good news solutions. So what does that look like for you? I wonder what you've participated in to be a part of bad news stories. I wonder if you've been the main character of some bad news stories. I wonder if you've played the support cast in some bad news stories, or maybe you've just played the audience where you've sat back from a distance but haven't spoken up. And I wonder what Jesus is calling you to, to be a part of good news solutions. It seems like this time of year, for me at least, when I was growing up, it seemed like summer was a really hard time for me to really engage in what Jesus was calling me to do because I felt like I could just take a back seat. And I'll tell you the tale of two summers. It was my junior year to my senior year. My junior year, I was entrenched with bad news stories. Going to any party that I could, dating any girl that I could, 
being involved in all these things that were taking me away from Jesus and making me involved in what the world wanted me to be involved in, making me involved in the bad news, the injustices of the world. And so as I'm you know, trying to navigate what it means to be a Christian, what it means to be a follower of Christ, I had these conditions. You know, I'm sitting at this seat, and I, I would profess to be a Christian, but what I was saying to God was this. I'll follow you if. God, I'll follow you if I can do all these things and, and still be able to be in with you. I'll follow you if, if I, I don't have to let go of the party scene, or I'll have to let go of these friends that I have, or I'll have to let go of um, the gossip or the, the slander or whatever it may be, if I could just have both. I'll, I'll follow you if that. Flip it over to the next summer. And Jesus taught me a valuable lesson. He taught me it through a story and through a group of friends. Jesus was saying, it's not a matter of you making conditions and saying you can follow me if. But what he was telling me that summer before my freshman year of college is you can follow me even if. Follow me even if. So that summer, uh, I heard a story about 23 Korean missionaries that took a, uh, a missionary journey to Afghanistan. And as they're in Ga- Afghanistan, guys, we've, we've heard some of these stories before of the persecuted church, but this was the first time that it really dawned on me of what the magnitude would be if I were to go all in with Jesus Christ. If I were to say, I will follow you even if. And so I heard this story from a pastor, and he was talking about these 23 Korean missionaries going to Afghanistan, and they were in they knew ahead of time that if they were to go to Afghanistan, that they would be, and they were professing Jesus, and the Taliban found out, they would be imprisoned, and then they would be killed. And so that's exactly what happened. They were captured, 23 of them, were captured and and held captive in a cell. And there's these little details that still remain with me. And this is something that really turned the page for me in my faith and my walk with Christ. Really made me realize that I wasn't all in. As a matter of fact, I was, I was barely in at all. And that Jesus was calling me to submerge myself to be 100% all in with him. And so these little details like this woman, um, they had their Bibles taken away from them, their possessions taken away from them. And she had... Um, taken her Bible, a little pocket Bible, and she had ripped it up into 23 pieces and she had stuffed it in her hand with her hands tied behind her back. And as they went into the cell, she was able to pass these little fragments of scripture around to the, the 22 others so that they could read scripture together and they could pray together. And through praying and reading and praying and reading, they, they came to a peace and an understanding that what was gonna happen next was what they were called to. And so one by one, the leaders of this group started to say, this is what's gonna happen. They're gonna come in and they're going to pick one of us at a time. They're gonna take us out of the cell and they're gonna, they're gonna kill us. 
And one guy steps up and he says, I'll go first. Another guy steps up, I'll go first. Or I'll go second. And one after another, we're in this together. What ended up happening was two of the 23 were executed. And the remaining 21, um, through negotiations with Korea, were able to be freed. And for me, hearing that story and me being able to be surrounded by a community that loved me for who I was in spite of my mess-ups, in spite of my mistakes, in spite of all the bad news stories that I had revealed and unveiled and, and all the injustices that I had participated in, they took me under their wing and they were able to show me who Christ was and is and gave me a, a good news solution that is far beyond any bad news story that I could ever think or imagine. This good news solution was Jesus Christ rising from the dead and me being able to be a participant in new creation in partnership with him and making all things new. And that blows my mind, that in spite of myself, in spite of my mistakes, in spite of all the things that I've ever done, Jesus still wants me to go all in because he's gone all in for me. And what happened after they had been out of the cell for, for months. They were interviewed, and one by one, 21 of them said, I would give anything to go back to the cell. For me, being a new Christian and not really understanding a whole lot about what it means to really follow Jesus, that seemed ludicrous to me. But then they talked about the presence of the Father and the relationship that they had with one another and the relationship that they grew with Jesus Christ, that nothing compared in all their lives to that moment when they're in the cell and they knew that I'm all in even if we have to die. I'll be honest. When I was in high school, when I was growing up, I wanted to follow Jesus if I could have all these things that I wanted. And I hear a story about a people that will give anything and everything, including their lives, to follow him. And there's a difference there, right? Jesus taught me before that summer that it's not, you don't follow me if, you follow me even if. You follow me even if it's not gonna be popular. You follow me even if your parents don't believe in it. You follow me even if you don't get to go to the party. You follow me even if you have to abandon the sport that you love, that you crave, that you desire. You follow me even if you break up with your girlfriend or your boyfriend. You follow me even if you lose everything. You follow me even if you die for me. That's what it means to go all in. And I don't know what you're doing this summer, but if you're like me growing up, there's a lot of temptations, there's a lot of battles that we face day in and day out every summer. And there's two options. We can participate in bad news stories and we can be a part of the crowd. Or we can participate and partner with Jesus Christ in making good news solutions. 
And so that may be where you are with your family on a family vacation with your brothers and your sisters, your mom, or your dad, that you may not get along with right now, but God is calling you to be good news solutions in those, in those relationships. It may be taking a mission trip. It may be going to move or mix and just being able to reassure yourself that, hey, you're not in this alone, but you're in this together. And that together we are a part of good news solutions. It may be the fact that uh, you're here in southwest Missouri and you may be tempted to hang with the same crew and do the same things you do every summer. But God's calling you out of the bad news stories and into the good news solutions. So what does that look like for you this summer? It may be that you finish up high school. It may be that this is your last Wednesday night with us. And that you are going on out of high school, into college, or into a job and Jesus has really convicted you, man, there's something that you're, you're not in. You're not in at all. And he's saying, let's, let's get out of the bad news stories and let's get into the good news solutions. If you're a senior, would you stand? If you're a senior with us, would you stand? Thank you for leading, even when you didn't realize that a fifth grader or sixth grader was watching you. Thank you for being good news solutions to this community, to this church, to our fellow students here. We know you, you're not perfect. You may not know that, but we know that. And we know that you've been a part of bad news stories, just as we all have. But thank you for continuing to be a part of good news solutions, even when it's not popular, even when it's hard. Would, would, you, would you all stand? I want to say the same thing to all of us, as I said to the seniors. Guys, there's a lot of people out there that say that you can't measure up, that you're always going to be a part of bad news stories. But the truth is, with Jesus Christ, with going all in, you can be a part of good news solutions. We are only able to be a part of good news solutions because, and we're only able to go all in because Jesus Christ has gone all in for us. And I want to send the seniors out, and I want to send all of us out this summer to not be a part of the bad habits or the patterns that we are accustomed to, but to be a part of the good news solution. That's parents, that's leaders, that's everybody in this room. That's us as a family. That's us as a, us as a church. And, and a perfect scripture that we've been memorizing that can be our prayer is 2 Corinthians 5, 14 through 15. So we're gonna recite this together as a prayer, as a sending out, and we're gonna continue to worship through one more song. We're just gonna make this our prayer, our benediction for tonight. So would you join with me in, in praying this prayer, reciting this scripture, 2 Corinthians 5, 14 through 15. For the love of Christ controls us because we have concluded this, 
that one has died for all, therefore all have died. And he died for all, that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com.